He launched Lexicata, really pivoted to it in 2014, carrying his prior investors with him. That gave him and his co-founder about 200 grand. Today, they service over 3,000 paying customers. Those customers are law firms. Think of them basically like the sales force for lawyers. Those 3,000 customers pay on average 100 bucks a month, so doing about 300 grand per month in revenue. That's up 100% year over year from last year, doing about 150 grand a month in July 2017. Uh, 2.5% per month logo churn has been the historic number that's now dropping below 2% and over 100% net revenue retention annually, spending less than one month of ARPU on acquiring the customer. So quick payback, lifetime value, they assume 16 months, which is actually higher when you actually look at churn, but conservatively 16 months and five grand in lifetime value with their team of 18 based in LA. This is the Top Entrepreneurs Podcast, where founders share how they started their companies and got filthy rich or crash and burn. Each episode features revenue numbers, customer counts, and other insider information that creates business news headlines. We went from a couple hundred thousand dollars to 2.7 million. I had no money when I started the company. It was $160 million, which is the size of many IPOs. We're bootstrapped. We have like 22,000 customers. With over 5 million downloads in a very short amount of time, major outlets like Inc. are calling us the fastest growing business show on iTunes. I'm your host, Nathan Latka, and here's today's episode. Good morning, everyone. My guest today is Michael Chasen. He's the, C- he's the co-founder and CEO of the legal tech company Lexicata, the world's number one client intake and CRM software for lawyers. With thousands of law firms on the platform across 20 plus countries, the company helps bridge the technology gap many law firms face as more and more professional services move onto the cloud. Before this company, he founded LawKick in 2012, a leading online marketplace for seamlessly connecting clients to the perfect lawyer for their needs. After that, he became innately familiar with the fact that lawyers often struggle manage their leads effectively. That's when he launched Lexicata in 2014. Michael, are you ready to take us to the top? Yeah, I'm ready to go. All right, man. So this is like a tough space. Lawyers are cheap and it's hard to sell to them. Tell <laughs> us what the company does and uh, how you make money. Yeah. So what we're as a SaaS platform, essentially what we are is, a, you know, kind of like Salesforce for law firms is the easiest way to kind of describe what we are. Um, Right, they are a very difficult breed to uh, to work with. They're very uh, argumentative and they are very educated in their craft. However, they're not as educated in like uh, ways of running a business or technology. So it is definitely a struggle. Implementation is a big thing that we really focus on um, from a service standpoint. So um, that's that's a big thing that we emphasize here. And what's the revenue? It is pure play SaaS. Was that? It's a pure play SaaS revenue model. Exactly. So it's a combination of multiple things, uh, monthly and annual subscriptions. And then um, because of the difficulty with lawyers, we do have like an onboarding fee that kind of varies depending on the size of the firm. Um, but we started about 50 bucks a month um, for a single user and we go all the way up to like, you know, a thousand bucks a month, depending on the size of the firm. Um, and then you can do an annual plan plus the, you know, at least a couple hundred for setup up to a few thousand. And, and what would you say the average customer is paying you per month? Um, average customers about a hundred bucks a month. Okay. Got it. Good. And then give me more of the backstory here. When did you launch the company? I think you said 2014, right? Yeah. So this was originally a kind of a pivot from LawKick. I know you mentioned 2012, we launched Lexic, uh, LawKick. Essentially what LawKick was, was um, kind of like a, um, an Odesk or a TaskRabbit for law firms. 
So basically, I got a DUI, I'm forming my business, I need to go find a lawyer. And effectively, effectively what we figured out was um, it didn't matter how many leads we sent to these firms, they just had such a crappy process for following up and tracking people. And then they also had a very paper-driven process. So they would you know, require PDFs and printing and all this nonsense. So we said, before we can fix the problem of getting more leads to the clients or to the lawyers, we need to fix the fundamental issues. So we started in about uh, 2000, like we started coming up with the idea like late 2013. Um, and then like 2014 was really when we like built the product and started to move. And have you bootstrapped it since then or have you raised? Yeah. So when we first started the company that was LawKick, we raised a few hundred thousand dollars and we basically were close to run out of money. And that's what kind of like forced the pivot. Um, and since then, we've been completely bootstrapped off the off the status. So, so how much money did you raise in the beginning? Uh, just about like 180 or 200,000. Okay. Like that. And did you keep those investors on or did you actually basically shut that other company down and clean uh, the cap table? Yeah. That would be pretty dirty, I think, yeah. to like do a pivot. Um, so we kept. So it basically, the the whole idea and the idea chain or and the staff change was just basically me and my co-founder Aaron um, were the two people who stuck on. Um, we didn't have a big team at first, anyways, and uh, yeah, we just rolled those investors and we just kind of do a DBA for Lexicata. Smart. Yep. Smart. And how many customers have you scaled to? Um, so we have um, a few thousand at this point. Okay. Um, law firm. And then, you know, average of three to four users per firm. Okay, got it. And so, I mean, so when you say a few thousand, are we talking a thousand or nine thousand or fifty thousand? Uh, like in the like the low thousands, like three thousand. Okay, got it. Very good. And then um, you said, I, I think you said after that, you said on average, like call it two seats per, 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 per uh, logo? About three. Three. Okay, good. Well, yeah, I think you said earlier each one pays what? Call it a hundred bucks per month. So it's fair right. to say, what, 300 grand a month, something like that right now? Um, yeah, something, yeah, something around there. Yeah. We're in the few million range okay. uh, on like run rate. And if you take that back a year ago, help me understand growth. What were we doing in July, 2017? Yeah. So I'd say we've more than doubled like year over year, pretty much for the last few years. Um, since we're bootstrapped and since that's just tough industry, you don't get that kind of scalability you get in, like consumer side. Um, and obviously since we're not enterprise, it's hard to like move the needle with any one customer. So it's just like a slow, like a grind and burn type of thing. Um, and really we've been getting a lot of our, uh, a lot of our acquisitions through partner channels. So it's a lot harder to just like market to law firms because they're not really a huge online business. Like, uh, you know, like a SaaS company would be or an enterprise company would be. So it's really hard to like really scale really quickly in this space. Yeah, well, still, if you, it sounds like if you grew 100% year over year and you're 300 today and so I'll call it 150 a year ago, that's still pretty healthy growth for a bootstrapped company in this space. Yeah, definitely. And uh, the year before that, I think we had about a, like 170% growth or something. That's great. That's good. Well, in all fairness, it's easy to go from a dollar to $3, right? Exactly. But hey, you got to throw, throw that growth number in there, right? <laughs> exactly, right. All right. Talk to me. I mean, you just mentioned some of the difficulties with acquiring these guys. What is your CAC today? Fully weighted. Yeah. So honestly, we don't really have a super high CAC. It's, it's, you know, it's, it's very low. Like it's in the like, you know, 50 to hour range, um, mainly because we don't do a ton of marketing because it's just hard to like find these people. So um, our hack is only going to really involve a few things. One is going to involve conferences. Um, we spent some money sponsoring conferences and those types of things. Two is obviously salespeople and commissions. And then for the most part, we're not really spending much money on marketing. I mean, we're probably spending between something like, you know, one to $3,000 a month on like pure like marketing, Facebook ads, those type of things. We're trying different channels, but um, yeah, it's pretty low crack, but obviously it's artificially low just because, um, you know, we, there isn't like a whole, a whole lot of ways that you can market besides just branding efforts in our space. What's the team size today? 
So right now there's about 18 of us. Okay. And where's everybody based? LA. Everyone there. We don't do any like uh, fully remote people. All our devs are here. We don't outsource anything. That's great. Okay, good. So, so call it a $50 CAC on $100 per month price point means you're getting paid back in about a month, right? So super quick. Yeah. Yeah, very quick, especially with that onboarding fee. We have like a minimum, like about a 400 onboarding fee. So we're, we're pretty much, you know, making money on people immediately. Yep. And what churn is critical in this kind of business? What's your churn? Really low and it's, and it's dropping, um, it's dropping really quickly. So, um, historically it's been about two, two and a half percent per month. Um, and right now we're dropping sub two now. So okay. we're like the mid one. And that's, and that's logo churn or revenue churn? That's gonna be um, that's gonna be customer churn, like the by logo or by number of logos lost or by the actual revenue they represent. Logos, not revenue. Our, Got it. Our, our, it tends to be pretty even. The bigger firms, actually, if anything, it's lower because our, we tend to retain the bigger firms on a longer basis. The the ones the highest churn are going to be like these solo practitioners who are one person shops who like we probably get like five firms a month who literally just shut down their business. Yeah. And hey, I'm I'm just going to go become a full time mom or I'm retiring or joining a bigger firm. So when you look at net revenue retention annually, pretty right? high. Yeah. What are you? I mean, I assume you're over a hundred. How far? It's, What's that? I assume you're over 100%. How far above 100%? I honestly, I don't, I don't know that number um, exactly off the top of my head, but okay. that's slightly above. Okay. Um, and wh- when you are driving expansion revenue, what's what's the biggest factor driving that expansion? Is it number of seats, new product add-ons? What is it? So right now we don't have different tiers um, just because like we're kind of one of the first ones to really do this in the space. Um, so we're one of the first ones to do this in the space. Um, so essentially uh, it's a lot of education. So we're not trying to like make the sales super complex. So we don't want different tiers and things like that. Um, so when it comes to like upselling, it's going to be in terms of number of users and growth. Um, a lot of people, I think one of the things that a lot of uh, you know, software and SaaS companies in general struggle to do is get people to really buy in completely in the first fell swoop, right? So a lot of our firms will say, hey, I have 30 employees. That might be the number of users I have eventually, but I'm just going to start with like a little guinea pig microchasm of like four users in this one department and see if it works and expand. So that's where the upsell, upsell potential is in terms of users, but we're going to be seeing new features and eventually moving more towards a tiered model. Yep. And, and walk me through to, you have enough cohort kind of, I, I assume a large, a large enough sample cohort you to know these numbers. What do you assume lifetime value is in months and dollars? So um, we're still kind of figuring that out because we haven't been around for super long. And again, like some will turn very fast and a lot of people stick for a long time. So our LTV right now is somewhere like north of 5k, yep. somewhere five to 10. Obviously that'll change over time. And then in terms of months, like it's, it's going to be somewhere probably between, um, I think it's something between like uh, 16 to 20 months, something in that range. Yep. Yep. Fair enough. Good stuff. Uh, are you, you know, you obviously built a company, you know, at the point now where it's doing over 3 million bucks in ARR. Um, yeah, I don't know in terms of profitability where are you guys cash flow positive today? Yeah, we always have yeah. been. That's always run the business. Um, we kind of like run it a little differently. My, my, my co-founder don't really take a, a whole lot of money out of the company. We're more just investing in growth. So we pay ourselves, you know, a, a moderate salary. Um, and then we, pretty much feed every single dollar that we make back in the business. Are you raising capital today? So no, we get a lot of, you know, bites and a, and a lot of inquiries from like PE firms and, and, and growth equity. Um, 
we might go that route eventually. We're unsure. It kind of depends on what the market looks to the next year or two, um, whether people are adopting at a faster or slower rate. Um, but right now, we kind of don't have a strong need to raise capital. We've kind of had super hyper growth phase where we went from like four to 18 employees in like eight months. And we've kind of focused a lot more on streamlining efficiencies and avoiding having to hire a lot of people. So from here on forward, I don't think expenses are going to go up too much. Um, just some menial, you know, obviously some, uh, um, what's it called? Uh, um, some, mar- you know, some moving expenses, right? The um, variable so marketing expenses. Exactly. Sorry. Variable was the word I was looking for. So um, variable expenses will go up a little bit, but not much. So at this point, we can start to really invest a ton of money, invest in uh, obviously our staff and really making it a great place to work. Yeah. If you did go out and raise today, I'm curious, what valuation do you think you'd be able to get? Somewhere, I mean, between eight to 15, something yeah. like that. Yeah. Yeah. It seems, seems about fair three to kind of five, six X ARR. Something like that, especially when you're going, you know, growing still at around a hundred a year, um, it's easy to get that kind of valuation. But it really depends on, um, like, you know, there are a lot of things like for us in legal, when you talk other like PE firms or, or capital firms in legal, they're going to tell you anything around a 2% um, turn rate is like amazing, right? Really low. Whereas if you talk to like enterprise customers, it's like, you know, a, you know, a, you know, a 0.2% convert, uh, rate is bad. Sure. So, uh, so for us, we're actually doing really great in that market because there's just a lot of turnover in the small business market. Yep. Very good. Let's wrap up here with the famous five. Number one, what's your favorite business book? Uh, I do lean startup method. That was the first one I did. Obviously everyone probably says that, but, uh, it's a great, it's a great Number two, is there a CEO you're following or studying right now? Um, so one of the ones that I've, I always like, he's a mentor to me, but he's kind of not really CEO. Um, Gary Swart, he was the former CEO of Desk, and now he's at Polaris. I've always like really um, enjoyed the work he did. He kind of came from a salesperson, worked his way up. So I've always kind of like uh, envied him and the way he does things. Number three, what's your favorite online tool for building businesses? Ooh. Um, favorite online tool for growing business. I mean, we, we use so many of them. Um, honestly, one that's worked really well for us, we use Autopilot for um, email marketing. Um, and that's super helpful and it's really cool because we've kind of grown in them. So they've really grown over time. That's probably one of my favorite tools. Number four, how many hours of sleep are you getting every night? <laughs> I actually been a lot better these days. Um, last night, I didn't do a lot of sleep because I got a big presentation today. But um, I'd say they, I don't need that much sleep. I'd say six hours a night is probably what I get on average. And what's your situation? Married, single, kids? Uh, still serious girlfriend. Okay, not not married. No kiddos that you know of? No kids. All actually. right. That's why I can sleep six hours and, and still enjoy it. And how old are you? Uh, I'm going to be 31 next, in, next month. 31. Very good. Last question. What do you wish your 20-year-old self knew? Uh, how hard it'd be, it'd probably say, um, and how long it'd take. I, you know, I think a lot of these people, a lot of people read, you know, we read the lead startup method, we follow TechCrunch and all these things. And we're just like, we see all these instant successes. And, um, a lot of times we don't know that there were three failures before they got to that in success on that fourth try. So I think, um, just like how persistent and how long it takes. And the other thing I'd add is people. Um, I thought, you know, like, oh, my partner and I are smart. We can kind of like drive the business. We just need some people around to kind of fill, fill some holes. Um, I don't think we, I think we underestimate how important it is to have really good people around you if you want to grow a business. Guys, get great people around you. Remember, it always is, it's always harder and always takes longer than you expect. He launched Lexicata, really pivoted to it in 2014, carrying his prior investors with him. They gave him and his co-founder about 200 grand. Today, they 
service over 3,000 paying customers. Those customers are law firms. Think of them basically like the sales force for lawyers. Those 3,000 customers pay on average 100 bucks a month. So doing about 300 grand per month in revenue. That's up 100% year over year from last year, doing about 150 grand a month in July 2017. Uh, 2.5% per month logo churn has been the historic number that's now dropping below 2% and over 100% net revenue retention annually, spending less than one month of ARPU on acquiring a customer. So quick payback, lifetime value, they assume 16 months, which is actually higher when you actually look at churn, but conservatively 16 months and five grand in lifetime value with their team of 18 based in LA. Michael, thank you so much for taking us to the top. Thanks. Appreciate it.